energy. In the end, you'll smile from the inside out, feel good about yourself, and produce amazing results. And here's your host, Ignite Coach, number one best-selling author, autism mom expert, and thought leader, Dr. Allie Griffith. What's up? What's up? What is up? And welcome to the Dr. Allie Griffith Show, Mindset, Meditation, and Motivation. We are in for a lovely treat today. Um, I'm so excited because this Autism Special Edition that we're running at this moment is happening during a very critical time in our surroundings, in our environment. And it was very uh, critical for me to involve some other amazing autism superheroes out there or super heroes that are just living it every day and have been super active in social media, in their lives and in their community. And I figured if I can ask, can, if they can come and grace us with their, their presence, that um, for them to just share more about their journey and for you to learn how you can navigate this process, whether you're a parent of a child with autism or and or special needs, whether you're a family member and or you're just part of our support team, uh, this will benefit, benefit us all. And one thing she wants us to know before we leave is that no matter what we're doing, um, we're okay. We're doing okay and we're doing the best job that we can. So let's talk a little bit more about that. I'm going to share some more about my wonderful host. I mean, my wonderful guest, <laughs> one of those days, uh, is Christina Ab- Abernethy. Abernethy? Yep. Oh, okay, good. Great for me. I've, I've been I've been working on it, guys. And she's a dedicated <laughs> wife, mother of three, passionate advocate for people that are impacted by disabilities. She is also the founder of Love, Hope, and Autism, proud coordinator of Changing Spaces in Pennsylvania, which is a movement to build accessible restrooms with powered height adjustable adult size changing tables across communities to promote inclusion. You know, I'm all about inclusion. Um, she's also been doing some work with legisla- legislatures in Pennsylvania that will require such facilities in hospitals and airports, uh, malls, rest stops to have access to uh, the uh, restroom capacities for those with special needs. And being that I am a mom with Zachary when he was younger and we would go into certain areas and I traveled a lot and not having accessible areas in the bathrooms or in public spaces made it very difficult, especially as a mom of a boy or a dad with a girl with special needs. So we're already dealing with the fact that we have to bring the same sex. I mean, I know many of you deal with that, but the same sex with other additional um, challenges, if we can have um, optimal settings or at least a little bit better settings in the bathrooms um, and in restrooms all over the world, that would mean such a difference. So thank you for the work that you're doing. Um, You're needed and we appreciate that. You'll also find that she's a two times best-selling co-author, most recently for You Are Not Alone, Stories, Resources, and Hope from Autism Moms, which is a book that's filled with inspiring resources and hope for families to let them know that they are not alone in this journey. Christina, thanks for coming and joining us today. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, my goodness. When I read that bio, it was so filled with such nourishment. Um, What made you decide to go into this movement and actually be part of the leadership in in this movement? Sure. So uh, we we have three children. I have a daughter that's 17, Selena. We have twin boys, Ethan and Brayden. 
Uh, Ethan, also known as Bubba, across social media and in our home, family, and friends. Um, he is nine. He's going to be nine in just a couple weeks. So technically, he's still eight. But um, So I started joining this movement because something that we've always struggled with was um, restroom, mm-hmm. like the access that we had when we're out in public. Because even though Ethan is potty trained um, and has been for a few years, he has another medical diagnosis that requires assistance in the restroom. So um, even though he's potty trained, he still has these accidents. And what I was realizing was, you know, every single place we go, there is never an accessible restroom that has um, an adult-sized changing table in it. And, you know, the more that we're changing him on the floor, on a beach towel, or in the back of our vehicle with people walking by and staring, um, or in many cases, we leave. We pack up our whole family and we leave and we go home. Um, you know, just one day it brought me to tears and I came out of the bathroom and my husband is like, what is the matter? And I just said, you know, there has to be other families doing this. And, and what are other families doing? You know, um, this makes people feel excluded, um, and self-fluted, you know, having to stay home and not being able to leave their home. And, you know, that's, that's a huge part of our life too, is, you know, trying to plan and think ahead mm-hmm. of where we might be able to go to enjoy a couple hours out as a family um, and to find that really no place has these um, was just, it's life altering, not just for Ethan, but our entire family. And, um, you know, I started talking about it with friends and family first. It took me some time to share it publicly. Um, It just, the more I talked about it with friends and family, the the more I realized how many other families are really faced with this exact same situation. It might not be the same story and background and diagnosis, but that this one piece of equipment can be life-changing for so many families. And once I took to Facebook and shared our story, it was picked up very quickly um, shared, uh, not only nationally, but internationally. And, um, that's how I came in contact with other moms and other self-advocates across, across our country, you know, hearing and learning about this movement of, you know, having these adult size changing tables that are height adjustable. So if you're caring for someone in a wheelchair, you do not have to lift them. And that's why it's so important for the height adjustable piece so that you can lower it down to the wheelchair, you know, the height of the wheelchair and, and, uh, safely transfer them over. So even though Ethan is not a wheelchair user, um, it's still very important for the caregiver as well to be comfortable and safe while they're changing. So even though he can get on, I raise the table up. Mm-hmm. So I'm also not injuring my back. Mm-hmm. So it's safety, not only for the person being helped, but also for the caregiver themselves too. So I joined this movement very quickly after learning about them and talking with these other moms and self-advocates. And it just felt like my people, you know, and all of our stories and uh, backgrounds were very different. And even though our children are of different ages and backgrounds and diagnoses and things like that, this one thing kind of all brought us together. And when I heard that nobody was really championing that in Pennsylvania, I said, I'm your girl and just kind of ran with it. And you've been on it (laughs) since then. You've been sharing it. It's been all over. Um, I've seen you post the things inside of our groups in different autism uh, supporters and special needs supporters groups. And I want to just um, commend you for standing bravely and boldly for so many others that couldn't say anything at all. You know, one of the things that we have in common is the mere fact that we kept it for so long, right? It's similar to how I was dealing with, you know, my guilt and shame and all the other good things that was coming. And I shouldn't say good because at those moments, they weren't so great. And I kept it into myself. And, and when I thought of doing things, I just would say, 
ah, no one really matters. Like, it doesn't really matter. It just seems like it's just me. And um, especially when I had started the martial arts program for kids with autism. And I remember the first person that I went and I spoke to and they were like, that's a great idea. And then more moms began to say, wait a minute, we need something to do with our kids that they can move around and that it's okay for them to have, you know, movements and, and you know, still learn martial arts and self-defense and, and uh, most importantly, how to be in tune with their bodies. And it just reminds us and for those out there that are sitting on ideas that um, you are being impacted by, that's impacting your life. Like literally it was impacting going out when it impacts you going out and socializing because you don't, it, the difficulty of, or, or the, the, the challenges of trying to, to change your child on the floor and, and as they get older. And I know a lot of you have probably dealt with this with maybe even the elderly populations or people who just don't have access to all their limbs and, and use of it. So it's not only for those that are on autism or special needs, but it's for others who just may not be able. I mean, if you're going to have a changing room anyway, like if you're going to have a changing table, then let's move it to a capacity where it can be a changing changing table for all. So definitely standing up for you with you for that. Um, speaking of challenges, we're during it. We're 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 we're, ha- we're taping this during the COVID nineteen experience pandemic, and um, this series was specifically taped so that moms and families out there can can know that they're not alone alone in this in this journey. How are you dealing with it? I know for me, I've been trying to figure out at first as a speech therapist and audiologist, I was trying to figure out how to do the balance between work at home and, 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 and do, being a mom and trying not to be perfect superhero, superhero mom, because you know how we are. We just like, we want to get everything done. And then, um, giving him grace also through the process. So they've heard a lot about mine. Why don't you share a little bit about your experience? Sure. Um, I absolutely agree with what you're saying. I mean, they're challenging times right now. And I think the best thing that we can do is do the best that we can do. You know, um, that first week or two it was you're trying to be super mom and super teacher and super therapist and super everything. And the bottom line, that's going to burn you out. It's going to burn yourself out. It's going to burn your kids out. And that's what I was noticing. And I, I can't keep going full speed ahead. For who knows how long and now that we know at least in our state there there is no school resuming for the rest of the year so um knowing that um a part of me felt a little bit better in the knowing that was one thing that i knew was for sure right so it was like how do we plan for that and and how do we take this you know week by week day by day and um you know trying to be mom and you know ABA and PT and OT and all of these things um it it can be overwhelming and I think it is overwhelming for our kiddos I I'm starting to learn to just take it day by day and someday we might be like a plus and right on (laughs) and it's the beginning of the week and every session went great and it was a win you know but then if I have a day where okay we didn't get to do that therapy today and we didn't get to that worksheet that's okay too. And it's still a win in my book because we got through the day. We got through it together and we're not, not every day is going to be the same. Not every day is going to be perfect. And I think we all need to remind ourselves to give ourselves some grace, to give our kids some grace. I think, you know, this is such a new way of living and learning for all of us. I mean, the teachers, the parents trying to be teachers for the kids. I mean, this is a very, very difficult times for everyone. And I think the most important thing is just to support each other and know that we're all doing the best that we can individually, as families, as school districts. Um, and I also work part time for an ABA provider. So I'm also trying to do all of those, but also try to work part time from home. Um, so I'm 
grateful that I can, you know, make calls and connect with families through calls like this or through, you know, the phone and things like that. But it is hard, you know, trying to do that and be, (laughs) you know, do my job and also with the kids at home. So, um, it, it is a struggle, but I'm just, I'm learning as each week passes to just kind of take that deep breath in actually shared a post the other day. Like I went down in my car for a few minutes the other day oh. in my robe. <laughs> I, I well. went my parked car in my garage and I just, I sat in the silence. I was taking nice deep breaths. I cleared my thoughts. I thought about other things other than what's going on right now. You know, um, sometimes I put on Christmas music for a little bit. I'll take my phone. I love that. Christmas. That's <laughs> so, exactly. Zachary um, must know you because he's been singing and, and playing Christmas songs in this house for the oh, last two it. weeks. I'm like, what's going on here? I love it. So I just think any 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 place where we can also find um, those little snippets of just peace for our own mental health, I think is really important too, because you can't pour from an empty cup. And if mom is empty, then that's going to show throughout the rest of the family too. So I'm I'm slowly learning. I sure as heck don't have it all together either, but I'm just, I'm learning as I go. And I'm really just trying to remind myself that I'm, I'm doing the best I can. So is my husband and so are our kids. I love how you said, you know, give, eat, give one day at a time and um, give ourselves grace and also give our kids grace. Um, uh, I remember Zachary getting overwhelmed by my overwhelmedness, right? And mm-hmm. him just telling me like, mom, mom, I-, I got this, you you go. Like he put me on timeout because I was, <laughs> I, I was so on top of him to get stuff done because I knew I, he had to turn in this assignment and I had to get my work done. And, you know, I was trying to juggle it all at that moment. And I felt my anxiety levels raised. And that was during the first two, three weeks. And then let's go back to that beginning. Right. The beginning, we were all like trying to just do more than we needed to. And um, once he told me that, I realized that I think he is sensing it more from me than everything else that's going on. So I, as everything else, I had to learn to check myself. And I had to go and go and, you know, start back my meditation and make sure I did it not only once, not twice, but at times, three times a day. And um, I love my, I have an all meditation series on the podcast where it's just about 10 minutes, where it's the same thing. And it's for regular, it was during our regular time where we, our days are just so busy. We don't have the whole 20, 30 minutes of time for meditation, but just to find 10 minutes a day where you can just be still, shut down, turn off the world and just be within yourself so that you can pour back into your cups and then go back out there and serve. So you definitely hit some amazing points. Do you have any um, any uh, self-meditational or prayer or what do you do in terms of, I, I, I know you said go into, go into the car, <laughs> spend a few <laughs> minutes. Uh, do you have a routine yeah. that, that you do to help you to just keep your, your sanity at times? Um, I do. I have a couple of things. So um, I was given a book by a dear friend of mine who has passed away now, but before she passed away, she gave me a book called uh, Jesus is Calling. Mm-hmm. So it's um, like a daily devotional that I like to refer to. I try to do it daily. Sometimes, you know, you're two, three days past and then you get three really good snippets. <laughs> um, but I try to do that. I, I pray a lot in silence, whether that's in my car or before I go to bed at night. Um, I also, there's a couple uh, meditation apps. I have my phone that I try to do. I think I have breathe and calm, um, and headspace was another one that I have on there. 
Something else that has really helped me too that I wanted to point out was, um, you know, we are in control of who we are surrounding ourselves with right now. Um, not just in your family and your home life, but social media is such a huge impact yes. on our thoughts and our feelings. And something that I've learned to do is just to unfollow certain things <laughs> or certain pages. <laughs> and I would want somebody to do that to me or my page if I'm not bringing them what they need during this time. Um, because it doesn't mean that you can't be friends. It doesn't mean that you can't speak to them after this. It's just everybody is kind of, I feel like everyone is dealing with this and dealing with their own heart in a different way. And if, if a certain page that you follow or certain people, if it's negativity or if it's bringing you down and making you feel some sort of way that is negatively impacting you, you can unfollow for 30 days. You have the choice to, you know, kind of um, make present in your life what is bringing you joy and making you happy during such a hard time. So that's right. something else that I've kind of done is just kind of pinpoint where I'm, you know, okay, I'm just going to unfollow that for 30 days. And again, it's not that I don't love you or I don't want to follow you anymore. It's just right now. That's not what I need. And I think that that's okay. And that takes us back to, um, uh, uh, another episode I had that's called unsubscribe from negativity. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's a time where, and, and I see it also wherever there's some places I go, some chat groups, some stations, some, you know, just some places that just pull away from my energy and at this time, we're dealing with so many things. I, I have to select my space very carefully and protect my space. And that's what you're saying. We have to select our space. We have to protect our, right. our space. It was important for me to put together something of positivity, something of informational, um, and something that uh, is pretty laid back. I didn't want this to be too, you know, some, something that they have to pull out a dictionary on or, or start, yeah. start trying to figure <laughs> figure it out out there, but I wanted you to just, you know, be in a calm space or, you know, whether you're taking care of your kids right now or just driving to the grocery stores to get that once a week or once a two week, um, uh, shopping list done, um, to, to listen to something and just know that, you know, you have two other moms out here that we are going through. We understand that each day is a new day and we understand that when things are just not lined up the way we would love it to be lined up, it's okay. Right. And for us to just keep on doing our best during this time, um, I want to thank you for just joining us. As usual, this is a nice short podcast because we know our lives, if you can squeeze 20 minutes in, we're lucky. Right. <laughs> yep. So what I like to ask each person that visits is I believe each one was divinely sent here for a reason to leave a message for whoever's listening right now. And if you're listening, please make sure you like, subscribe, invite some friends, because this is a really powerful message. What do you think? that you were sent here to say, if you were to give, and we call it a sound bite, which is a nice quick something that they leave and they'll keep hearing it for the rest of the day or the rest of the week. What do you think you were sent here to let uh, our listeners know? Um, so for me personally, this kind of makes me teary eyed a little bit. So I was in nursing school and I, I quit when Ethan was diagnosed because I wanted to be very active uh, in his therapy services and things like that and be knowledgeable on how to help him, not just throughout this during therapy, but also afterwards as well. I've had this passion in me. I think it's in my blood to just help others and connect with others, which is why I was in nursing school. And even though the tables have turned a lot and that looks very different, my true passion is connecting with other people and giving them hope so they know that they are not alone in this journey mm -hmm. and just inspiring people to use your voice and your voice does matter. We might not think that just one story or one person matters, but it does. And so 
I just want to encourage people to speak up and use your voice for those who aren't able to, uh, because it not only changes a life for you or your child, but also for many others around the world. So my purpose, I feel like, is connecting with other people and inspiring hope, letting them know that they're not alone. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Christina. Um, you landed on such powerful things uh, and you gave a few sound bites, so I'll just pull out the ones that resonated to me. Um, you know, be helpful. Um, make sure that you know that your voice matters. Uh, I, it's That's one of the, the tools and tips I give in my book, Amazing Gift, that I matter. And to be a noisemaker, like say how you feel and, and really get what your thoughts are out. And you'll realize that the last tip was that you are not alone. No matter where you are in this journey, you are not alone. If you ever need to reach out, you definitely have my information at below. You'll have Christina's information. She has a book out there. She has a following. She has groups out there. Everything will be directly in our show notes where you'll just be able to click and go on, follow her, give her some love. Follow us, give us some love, make sure you tell the world out there because we need more positivity, we need more light, we need more joy, we need more um, information that can just make us feel good as individuals and as human beings out there. And that's the purpose of this show. Um, as always, with what I leave you with every week, continue to be amazing in your thoughts, in your words, and in your actions. Until next time, peace. Thank you so much.